Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In the wake of the ceasefire agreement between Israel and Hamas, insiders praise President Biden's light touch when dealing with Benjamin Netanyahu. But in fairness, everything Biden does involves some kind of touch. Um, they had a joke in there somewhere about Joe Biden uh, and uh, driving the electric car, the electric truck last week. Um, and George Will had a, a good opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal over the weekend. Biden's EV tax credits redistribute wealth upward about how the whole electric car thing really is uh, helping out the wealthiest among us. Yeah, Buy more people electric in California. Car. Yeah. I mean, and, in large measure. And uh, here's some examples. Uh, numbers from 2014 showed that the biggest beneficiaries were households with adjusted gross income of, of at least $100,000 of the various government handouts for electric cars. 1% went to households earning less than 50%. 1%. Uh, yeah. 50 grand. Yeah. Okay. So it's so it's redistributing wealth but upwards. Yes, finally. States too have joined the market manipulation of electric vehicles because uh, George Will makes the point in there because I forget how much money Joe Biden pledged to electric charging stations across the country. It was many billions of dollars worth of oh, infrastructure, yeah. and you know that would help get electric cars off the ground. And uh, George Will makes the argument that the private sector put gas pumps all across this country because it just it was a as a model that made sense for making profit. Mm-hmm. Until it makes sense for making profit, no, it ain't going to happen. My problem with it is, and I say this, I'm not an advocate for anything. I want clean air, you know, clear, clean air. I want clean water. I want a sustainable planet. I don't want mercury in the streams. I don't get paid dick from big oil. I just want what's right. And I will tell you, you need to generate electricity to put in the batteries of electric cars, number one. And the math of Solar and wind and renewable, blah, 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 providing enough power for the power grids, including the new load, if all of a sudden there are 5 million more electric cars. That math doesn't work. It doesn't even come close. Not yet. And then you have the environmental uh, you know, cost of mining all the rare metals for the batteries. And, and frequently in some hellholeish uh, asshole countries, frankly, as the president, the former president might have said. Uh, and then the disposal of the batteries and the rest of it. The math just doesn't work, friends. Teslas are great cars. I wish I had one. But the math doesn't even come within a million miles of working. It's a pipe dream. Mommy, I'm going to be a baseball player or something. You know, I'm a tiny little kid. I'm slow afoot and I can't throw a ball. I mean, just it's not realistic. So most of the money's going to households over a hundred grand with the federal breaks for buying an electric car. Only one percent to people below fifty grand. And then the states jump in. California sells half of the electric vehicles in the entire country. Half the electric vehicles in the entire United States are in California. Uh buyers can gain up to fifteen thousand dollars as a credit for buying an electric car. That such subsidies work is shown by by what happens in the end. In twenty fifteen when Georgia ended its $5,000 state tax credit, EV, EV sales plummeted 89% in two months. So about half. So you have to pay people to drive them. 
Wow. Went down 89% it, that's, that's in two 90%, months. That's 90 percent, friends. 90% drop in two months when they took <laughs> away the, uh, the the tax credit. Wow. And that's even for, you know, tends to be for people who are better off. Yeah. But, you know, no matter what, unless you unless you just got money to burn or you're really into virtue signaling, you're not going to make the switch to electric vehicles unless there's, you know, a really compelling reason. Yeah. Yeah. And again, so often, my argument is not so much your policy sucks. My policy is great. It's that your policy doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. Of course, there are a lot of folks on the left who don't care whether stuff works. That's not even a question. I mean, it's just what sounds good, what makes you feel good. Except you're not going to get to your goal. I would say this. If you are a a person of the left, and we can absolutely be friends. I don't don't dislike anybody because of their politics. Unless they're like the Marxists. I hate them. Um, But uh, I would urge you, if you want to be effective, if you really care about this stuff, do a little digging into this, the things I've been saying about the batteries and the mining and the gulf between the current power grid usage and what could conceivably be produced through the the current state of renewable fuels. I love the, the philosophy that says, listen, let's not spend bill, uh, trillions of dollars right now on green energy. Let's invest billions on doing research for how to turn algae or, or air or, or unicorn farts or whatever into energy. Cause I mean, I've got, the, I've been sitting on this piece for two weeks. We'll probably never get to it, but windmill farms are, are incredibly bad for A, humans and B, the environment in a lot of ways. They're just devastating between the sound and the chopping up birds and the rest. It's just terrible. It's a bad idea. Yeah, we, I drove through a windmill farm the other day with the boys. Uh, might be among the biggest ones uh, in the world, I'm guessing. Um, and that's, those things are so huge. Uh, and they only work when it's windy. I left that out. Like the like the Trump bit. You want to watch TV tonight, dear? I don't know. Is the wind blowing? Because if the wind's not blowing, you can't, dear. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Oh, hey, speaking of Biden and the agenda. Mm-hmm. I'd gotten the sense lately. Joe Biden, president? Yeah, yeah, the uh, old fellow. Nearly as old as Bob Dylan? Yeah, just about. Bob Dylan's not running for president. You know why? Because he's so freaking old. And he's a guitar player. Oh, that'd be odd. Anyway, um, it struck me that I'm not hearing that much about that $4 trillion or $2.9 trillion or whatever it is. Crazy infrastructure that's 90% not infrastructure thing. Sure enough, WAPO had the headline today. Biden agenda. I can't remember what it said, but it was essentially the Biden agenda is stalling. And we can get into that a little bit. It's great news. Yeah, it's saying the same thing in my mind. Front page USA Today. Biden's roan turns rockier for President Joe Biden. The second 100 days are turning out to be a lot harder than the first 100 days. And and the long and short of the piece in the WAPO, which we'll get to in a minute, is that he's focusing very narrowly on the giant infrastructure thing, and it's going nowhere. So we'll have more political analysis, among other things, going on. Awesome. Going on vacation later this week, driving uh, the boys to see Grandma and Grandpa in Arizona, where things are mostly open. Uh, there's a big indoor pool there where they live that we're gonna we're gonna hit up. Which yes, the outdoors pools aren't open where I live. Indoor pools open where my Parents live. Uh, but it's just a different attitude. Outdoor pools are still closed? Correct. I don't have little kids, so I'm not aware of these things. Are you freaking not, kidding me? You know, it's not quite hot enough for them to open up. It's not late enough in the year for them to open up anyway, so I don't oh. know what their plans are. Oh, okay. But they aren't open. All right, fair enough. I don't know if it's because of COVID. 
All right, so the Biden agenda on the skids, plus segregation is back in schools, and, and we're supposed to be happy about it, I think. Brown versus Board of Education. Go to hell. That update coming up. Armstrong and Getty. Dylan's 80th birthday, Nobel Prize winner in literature. Spokesman for a generation. Blah, blah, shut up. Stop it. He's a songwriter. He he hates all that stuff. If you don't know about old Bob, <clears throat> voice of a generation. I'm I a never, guitar player. I never liked his politics stuff near as much as uh, well, the, he, he didn't even. There's other people that put the politics on the songs. But uh, I like his love songs. Loves working out, loves not working out, betrayal, love. That's all the stuff I really like from Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. You want a political song of Bob Dylan's? Maybe we can come back uh, next segment with it. Neighborhood Bully. It's uh, it's thinly veiled, if you ask me. It's all about Israel and Israel's uh, fight to exist. And really? Remain. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's off the... That's uh, one of my favorite Bob Dylan albums. Uh, it'll pop into my head. I've only mentioned it 30 times and listened to it 7 million. The White Album. Yes, that's it. Abbey Road. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that WAPO, it was funny because I was noodling this through over the weekend how I hadn't heard that much about the gigantoid quasi-infrastructure package. Uh, Infidels is the name of the album. Infidels. Great album. Anyway, um I hadn't heard much about the, the, the quadrillion-dollar infrastructure thing, and the WAPO has this piece that um, he's he's really, the, the administration, I should say, has really kind of said to Capitol Hill, you guys take the lead on guns. You guys take the lead on immigration. You guys take the lead on policing. That's fine. Part of that is that Joe Biden was a legislator, mm-hmm. and, and, and he thinks, and God bless him for this, I disagree with him on three-quarters of what he says, but... He understands that Congress is, to, is supposed to represent the people and write the laws. It's not the, 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 the executive branch that comes up with all the plans and what the country ought to look like. That's perverse, folks. you got to fight that. Anyway, um, but he's uh, focused all his attention on the, uh, the, whatever it is, $3 trillion so-called infrastructure plan. But there are a lot of skeptical moderate Democrats or like, you know, the COVID thing's all, all over, so there's no need for emergency measures. We're spending way too much. Inflation is ticking up. We're borrowing way too much. And um, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It's kind of spinning its wheels. I, I hope, I hope that remains, honestly. Senate Democrats are, on the other hand, holding a second caucus-wide meeting Wednesday to discuss the party's position on voting rights legislation. I've got more on that maybe later, uh, but... Uh, my question, and feel free to steal this one, everything, absolutely everything, from showing an ID to, uh, you know, limiting voting to only three weeks, or just every single limitation is called voter suppression. And I would like to ask, you know, people on that end of the, 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 the political uh, spectrum, is there any measure to ensure the fidelity of the vote that you wouldn't call voter suppression? Because, I mean, if showing of an ID is voter suppression, then, then they just don't care. It's a lie. It's a, it's a weapon. So, so stick them with that. You mentioned the I word a little bit ago. 
I hate seeing the I word anywhere. The I word. Signs of inflation threaten investors' portfolios. Front page of Wall Street Journal again. Way too many articles about inflation, for my taste. Um, But anyway, their big story today is Elon Musk's tweets become Bitcoin's biggest influencer. That's not good. That then no. <laughs> no no commodity going up and down worth a lot of money should be influenced by one person's random tweets or jokes on Saturday night live about it. Yeah, can you imagine if like Henry Ford Jr. back in the seventies would say, Oh, I sure do love pork and then, you know, a hog futures went through the roof, and then he'd say, I'm tired of pork and the hog futures would plummet. Come on. Bitcoin's wild price swings continued over the weekend. The digital currency fell as low as 31,000. Uh, is it 35 on Friday? What's it doing today, Sean? Any idea? Uh, it was in the 37 range last time I looked earlier this morning. It, Bye. Was, it peaked at 65 in mid April, which is not very long ago. Mid April is not very long ago. Yikes. See the order of the, the months? April, May? Yes. It's just like a month ago. Unless it, you're a cicada, it, that's an insignificant amount of time. Peaked at sixty-five grand, man. If you'd have got out then, sell. <laughs> Anywho, sell, sell, sell back then, <laughs> sell then. I, I heard, heard uh, use use your remaining Bitcoin to buy a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can simultaneously be the most informed on this topic in the show while also not understanding a thing of what I'm talking about. I just okay. want to, I am I am far from an expert. But I have heard somebody say if you think you are not an early adopter, uh you missed the early adoption window for cryptocurrencies, realize the entire market swings off the tweets of one man still. Yeah. So, I, so it's still very very early. As yeah. far as you not being an expert, I would guess there are no experts. No, it's are, too new to be an expert. There are people who have spent a lot of time and they know more than a lot of others. But yeah, I I I don't take anybody's word in these areas as as the the gospel. Sure, I, I think there are experts. Didn't you tell us that it's been around since like oh eight or something like that? Like cryptocurrencies in general, like yeah, Dogecoin has been around since thirteen. Cryptocurrencies in general have been around for for longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be an expert in how you know how it's created or whatever. No, nobody understands what the market's going to do. There's no freaking oh, way. Oh no! That there okay. are experts, well, if that's what you mean, there are economic okay. experts around cryptocurrency. Impossible. Yeah, there are people who are very well uh, versed in how we got to where we are today, but almost none of them have any sort of. They have ideas where things are going to go, but they're <laughs> the same sort of. Well, you can say the same thing of the the conventional stock market. If those, if anybody actually knew, they'd be but, trillionaires. Well, exactly. Then that's true. But at least you could quote some sort of uh this happened then this happened then this happened over centuries centuries thousands of years with markets really whereas with cryptocurrency it's all even though it was invented back in 08 it's only been a big thing for a little while right and if you've got elon musk driving it up and down with his tweets how ridiculous are you going to teach a college class in economics based on elon musk's tweets first you follow elon musk <laughs> would that would that be start by following and would that be macroeconomics or microeconomics i suppose it'd be microeconomics well, it, it would be studying a very specific market and i don't know what the hell you would say i don't know what you'd say either good I mean, luck that's there, what i'd say good luck with that well yeah there are experts on blockchain and 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 mm-hmm. you know how it works and how they're mined and the rest of it but in terms of it's going up and down no good lord no or even it's, even if you're an expert on the Holland tulip bubble or whatever that was called uh back in the day 
uh, you still, they're scratching their heads at the cryptocurrency. The price of red tulips can only go up, Joe. I don't know how this is confusing. <laughs> I don't, it's... It's always been, this has always been true with stocks. If you look at it, it's like low point and it's high point, and you think, well, if I'd have bought then and sold then, I'll just imagine. But uh, <laughs> the cryptocurrency thing happens so freaking fast. Oh. What What's the likelihood you would ever jump out at the right time, even if you jumped in at the right time, that you would ever jump out at the right time? Well, I love what P.S. said last week, Sean. You pointed out that what people forget is that this gets traded all night long. It's a 24-hour cycle, and it, yeah. that continues to be my most frustrating aspect of trying to learn the cryptocurrency stuff is you, you go to bed and then you wake up and you're like, whoa, what happened? Say, okay, say it's, it's 32 now, roughly. If it goes, say it's going to go to 100 in the next two weeks. Nobody would write it clear to 100. Nobody. Who would? Mm, I, I probably wouldn't. wouldn't. No. no, heck no. no. Once I get a, enough now, profit. If it's at 30 now, I'd, get, I'd probably get out at 50. I wouldn't even come close to hitting the high. One and here's the key to staying sane. Once you're out, don't even look at it. <laughs> don't look at it. Yeah, one of the more common kind of phrases in crypto world is uh, a week in crypto finance is two years in, in you know, fiat finance, you know, traditional markets, stuff like that. That things just go up and down so volatility. Why not? Volatility. It is quite volatile. So if you're a racist, this is good news. Segregation is back in schools, and it's being promoted by the left. Uh, it is stunning. It is sickening. I hope it will be short-lived. I'm afraid it will not. Oh, boy. Uh, remember, podcasts, if you missed any part of the show or want to hear it again, go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. about israel you say yeah and is it pro or anti was he a oh, jew at this point or not staunchly pro i okay. think he was i think he's actually wearing a yarmulke in israel on the back cover of the album bob the dylan vinyl. bob dylan uh, uh jewish by birth but was not really a religious person then became a very religious christian then went back to being kind of a religious jew and then uh so i don't know uh, it's his birthday today. That's why we we're talking about it at all. Well, he keeps things interesting, right? He does. That's interesting. Maybe I'll uh, go from Presbyterianism to Methodist, just to shake things. Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Joe from his Methodist period, radical Methodist period. <laughs> oh, uh, go quick follow up on the cryptocurrency thing, which I'm still trying to time the market. I want to get in at the right time and get out at the right time and become. That's a great that's, idea. I, that's that's my whole plan. <laughs> it's um, like double dutch. This Ray Dalio, who is the founder of Bridgewater Associates, it's one of those firms that handles eighteen quintillion dollars or something. Uh, he has been bearish. Uh, he said he would rather own Bitcoin than a bond. He's been bearish on bonds for some time, saying in March that the economics of investing in bonds has become stupid. Because Where they, is he on uh, owning bears? Because they <laughs> they pay less than inflation. So, well, it's a hyper safe hedge, really, against you know volatility. But I got to get all in on. Um, He's bearish on bonds, but he's bonded to bears. What was the the pet-related cryptocurrency? Uh, Well, there was Dogecoin. There was the Shibu Inu coin. Maybe the Shibu Inu. I'll maybe get into that. Pugcoin. I want to get Pugcoin started. As soon as I figure out how to mine (laughs) cryptocurrency, I'm going to get a Pugcoin going. Everyone should do their own research. (laughs) As soon as I figure out how to mine it. 
people can and do lose money, right, Sean? <laughs> so I'm told, yes. Go to the Home Depot, you idiot, and get a shovel and a pick. Start, Start mining Bitcoin. Mining for uh, Bitcoin. I think I found some. No, no, that's a bottle cap. <laughs> A parents group has filed a federal civil rights complaint alleging that a Massachusetts school district excluded white students from a healing space designated for other racial and ethnic groups. We mentioned this, I think, last week or the week before. But Wellesley Public Schools in Massachusetts, the bluest of the blue, uh, sent an invitation to Asian Americans, black, indigenous, and the people of color students to attend an event explicitly disallowing white children. So you have a government institution saying this race is allowed here, this race is not. That's incredible. How freaking crazy are these people? Well, they believe that the answer to racism, well, no, they don't actually. Uh, the useful idiots believe they're fighting racism. The people at the heart of this understand that they're just seizing power. And by scary, terrifying you, by calling you a racist, you will, you will back up. You'll surrender and let them seize the power, lest you be called a racist. But anyway, an email stated the, the event was hosted by the Wellesley Public Schools Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion and was designated for students in uh, sixth, grade 6 through 12 and faculty staff. Note, this is a safe space for our Asian slash Asian American and students of color, not for students who identify only as white. A March 2021 email read. The email from March adds, if you identify as white and need help to process recent events, please know I'm here for you as well as your guidance counselors. If you need to know more about why this is not for white students, please ask me. So if you are a racist or a segregationist, good news. You can do it. For now, it's only people of color. But obviously, if you have any skill as a debater, a, a, a legislator, or whatever, you can get it extended to white people can exclude people of color. Obviously, it's a one-foot putt. Phil Mickelson made many of them yesterday en route to his championship. So these people that are okay with racism toward white people, do they believe they're just righting the wrongs of the past? Is that yeah. what they think? So you, Yeah, balancing so you, the scales. So you can balance the scales by being racist a different direction. That ain't the way racism was going to work. It's not the way it's worked other places in the world in history. You end up with a race war. Right, exactly. And again, you have a combination of the the calculating types who understand they've just substituted racial terms for Marx's uh, class warfare stuff. It's just a way to seize power. You have to have a blanket, no racism is good policy. It's the only way it's ever going to work. You don't get to assign... uh, personality traits to people based on their skin color racism is okay when i say it is is the the message from ibram x kendi and uh, all those uh, people on the so-called anti-racist thing they're racists but according to the lawsuit as the department of education is no doubt aware segregation on the basis of race raises concerns that wellesley public schools has received federal funds in violation of title Six of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which declares that, and uh, you need not be a gifted reader of the English language to understand this, I quote, No person in the United States shall, on the ground of race, color, or national origin, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. 
you don't need to be a legal scholar. No, that's pretty clear cut. I would say. I would say last week's complaint is part of a broader campaign they've taken. Uh, they pursued to take on critical race theory at the federal level. Uh, like Chris Rufo's legal coalition, this group's complaint alleges a form of racial discrimination prohibited under the 14th Amendment, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a good fight. We will follow this. We will stay in touch with the people um, who are fighting against this. I'm trying to th- see if there's anything. Um, nah, they just justify, hey, some members of the community are more impacted, so they're the only ones who can come. Couple of, Simple as that. A couple of things out of Florida of note today. Florida Governor DeSantis, who's probably at the top of the list of people that are going to run for president as a Republican and can get the nomination. Florida Governor DeSantis has just signed a bill into law that would allow everyday Floridians to sue big tech platforms for monetary damages. I have a feeling this will end up in higher courts. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he also announced, and this is pretty big news, yet another state, and I think they're all red states, has uh, said no to the federal government's uh, unemployment extra money, the stimmy checks. Now, mm. no more of your money because nobody can hire anybody because they're making too much money staying at home. So quit sending us money. Right, right. That's notable. Yeah, I love I that. I'd say so. Good move. You know, it's, uh, speaking of tech, uh, Axios was reporting that the tech lash has petered out. I guess it was the backlash against tech. People were calling the tech lash. I don't remember that. I'm a pretty busy guy. I have a lot going on. And I have the time to say backlash against tech and not tech lash. Everything doesn't need a cute name. <laughs> like Benifer? I wonder if Benifer suffers from tech lash. Oh, boy. But the point of this is the tech lash is a bust, and they're looking at the profits of these big tech companies? Holy crappings. <laughs> not only are they not, you know, are we not giving them what for? We're showing them. You listen to me, Mark Zuckerberg. Not only is that not happening, please, they're laughing. They're laughing all the way to the proverbial bank, which they own. And they own the land the bank is on, and they own the entire town. So we're uh, getting closer and closer to summer all the time, and uh, kids wanted to have a water balloon fight yesterday. Yes. And I, I I love water balloon fights, but there's nothing I hate more in the world than trying to tie a water balloon. Mm, and the tightness of the balloon is absolutely critical to the effectiveness of the weapon. I've always been terrible at tying a balloon. I just am not good at it, period. And a water balloon especially. How do you get your finger out of there and get the thing through the hole? Is there a trick to that? I don't know. I'd have to study your technique. Some people do it effortlessly, Sean. I, I always just kind of... Tuck the knot under the thumb, and then you just slide the finger out. Yeah, you kind of never pull your good fingers apart. And Every it balloon pops I've on. ever tried to tie in my life, it just <laughs> off it goes. How and far are you sticking your finger into the knot there? It, it, like, it, up to the it, elbow. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but that no longer is a problem thanks to I wish I knew the name of the product. Um, have you seen these that they come, or maybe they had them when your kids were. But they, 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 they're like pre-something or other. And they got these little straws in them. Have you yes. seen this? You can fill 100 water balloons in one minute. What? Yeah. Yes. It was fairly late in our water balloon chucking years that those came along, and we did get Freaking one. Freaking awesome. I figured, yeah. when we, when the kids wanted it, and I thought, I'll bet this doesn't work, but it worked great. You just hook the hose up to this thing. It goes into all the straws on the water balloons that are already there, and then they have this handy little rubber grommet that you just roll down over the top, which you can do just really fast. And you can, we did like 25 water balloons in oh, yes. 15 wow. seconds. 
I mean, it's just awesome. And then, uh, then we had an arsenal of water It's balloons. like going from a musket to a revolver. It really is. Unleash the wet dogs of war. And then we... <laughs> And then we divided. We, we tried two different methods. One, we did one pile of 25 balloons where we just put it in the middle, and we all got back, and then it was just a run to it. We tried yes. that once, and then we tried a... That was kind of the Hunger Games uh, you know, <laughs> jump ball. And, you know, with size and speed, I have some advantage. I could just hold <laughs> them both away. Yes. And uh, douse them with the water balloons. And then the other I one was... You, you, each had, you each had the same amount, and uh, then it was just on, but... One of oh, the keys, an armaments treaty. One of the keys to the water balloon thing is you, you, you realize very quickly is your, 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 your aim is big. I mean, you might have the balloon, and you might be fairly close to me, but if you miss me, it doesn't really make any difference. <laughs> right. It's not a guided missile. It's a dumb bomb. And then the, then the, and the weird every once in a while with a water balloon where it just bounces off someone. Oh, yep. oh man. Insufficient I, water to uh, to volume. Or I guess something. you're right in the middle of the back, and it just bounced off. Were there ah! any uh, explosions in the hand of the thrower? That oh was, yeah, always. That's always, an overfilled yeah. balloon. Clearly, <laughs> you just pick it up, and your shoes are wet all oh, of a sudden. Right. And then, pro tip: after it's done, you tell everybody, "All right, now we're going to clean up all the pieces of balloons, and then we have popsicles." That's a good because idea. Because if you don't have a prize at the end, they won't be motivated, and you'll end up no. picking up the damn balloons. I said we'd pick them up tomorrow, so we'll see if I have any luck getting them to pick them oh. up today. <laughs> yeah, because there's tiny little bits of balloon all over the place. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Surely they're biodegradable. 10, 20,000 years, they'll be gone. Oh, sure. Rubber? That won't last more than a millennia. <laughs> uh, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. We're going to try to finish strong. Armstrong and Getty. So, similar to a story we had earlier where I mentioned that Iran has booted the U.N. out of uh, their nuclear facilities. No longer, no more inspections. Sorry, you can't do that anymore. Maybe it's a nothing. Maybe it's a negotiating ploy. Maybe it ends up with 2020 hindsight being a very, very big deal for the world. This could be another one of those stories of Financial Times reporting and Jonathan Swan of Axios retweeting Beijing rebuffs Pentagon requests for high-level military talks. We've been wanting to talk to our Secretary of Defense, Austin, has been wanting to talk to their top person, and they've been saying no. Uh, Complicating bilateral relations at a time of heightened tensions between the world's two most powerful militaries. Wow, you add that to the story we had last week, that they've refused to engage in nuclear talks. Lloyd Austin, U.S. Defense Secretary, has made three requests to speak to his counterpart, with the Chinese military, but China has refused to engage, according to three people briefed on the impasse. U.S. US officials have said they do not want to hold high-level meetings with China just for the sake of it, particularly after the country's top foreign policy officials engaged in a public diplomatic spat in Alaska in March. Man, everybody that knows how diplomacy works reads what happened in Alaska as a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. It seems. Yeah. Where they yeah. lectured us and yelled at us, and we kind of said, yeah, well, we're trying, was our response. Uh, the Biden administration thinks it's important for Austin to talk to his counterpart because of the rising tensions in the Indo-Pacific. The two militaries are increasingly coming into closer contact, 
particularly in the South China Sea, as the Chinese Navy and Air Force conduct aggressive activity near Taiwan. Uh, China flew a record number of fighters and bombers into Taiwan's air defense identification zone in March. Wow. Last month. And, wow. and they won't talk to us to, like, say, this is what we're doing, or, or us get to say, hey, knock it off, or whatever. Yeah. So, again, 2020 hindsight, this could end up being a very big deal, or maybe it's just, you know, typical posturing, bluffing that happens. I hate to say this. I take no joy in saying this whatsoever, but it it would surprise the heck out of me if we weren't building towards some sort of nasty confrontation in the South China Sea, because China appears to to be ready to push and push and push until somebody pushes back hard. And you've got the U.S., Australia, and Japan, among others, who will not put up with it. We have to push back, and everybody knows it. So it's just a question of, you know, when, where, and and, and what that pushback looks like and, you know, how much ordinance is traded. Uh, unless China is ready to back down as soon as somebody gets in their face and cocks a fist. Well, hasn't Mike Lyons, our military go-to guy, kind of been going the other direction, that we just don't have the resources there to deal with it? We'd probably be backing down. I just, I, I don't think we can permanently or over the long term, especially with our, our friends in the region. We can't abandon the Aussies and the Japanese in particular. It would change the world overnight if it became clear that, oh, well, okay, you can do this to the United States, and they'll just say, yeah. Wish you yeah, wouldn't have, but China now essentially owns uh, one of the most valuable stretches of superhighway in the world, and anybody who wants to drive down it, shipping wise, uh, is going to pay them. Mm-hmm. So there, they're highway the highwaymen of old. Free passage on the seas is over. Nah, we can't let that happen. There's no way we let that happen. Barry, you would hope the Germans and the EU would join in. Although they're famously ready to let us do their heavy lifting and their medium lifting and often their light lifting. But you would hope. We did the story earlier of the Florida high school where, uh, for some reason, they photoshopped out any hints of cleavage in any of the ninth grade girls' pictures. They They edited 80 photos in the high school yearbook of ninth graders, women, girls, uh, who had uh, some cleavage showing. So they claim. And I only saw a handful of the pictures, but they were perfectly normal young women who weren't like showing a lot of flesh or, or sex potting it up. It's, it's somebody with a serious, weird problem behind that. It's got to be. Final thoughts with Angie. Oh, boy. That's that song just saps my will to live. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Nonetheless, I will venture forth. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michael, pressing the buttons in the control room. Final thought? Yeah, I want to get one of those, uh, what are you, the air, the water balloon things that you can make a hundred, you can fill up a hundred water balloons is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to be a cool uncle for my nephews, and I'm oh, yeah. thinking that will do it. I'll take a picture of it and uh, send it to you so yeah, you know what to buy. I need it. It's really easy to use. And Michael, long distance water balloon launcher, babe. Come on. Positive Sean, our producer, with a final thought. Sean? Yes, as I continue to re-engage with life as it is the before times, uh, had a relatively normal week. Went over to my, my brother's house, hung out with some some people, some of which I didn't even know, and we watched a movie like regular people going on a, a trip later on uh, pretty soon. It's, it's wonderful to be acting like the before times. Here, here. Jack, a final thought for us? Uh, I made the mistake of reading emails about my real life during the break, so my mind is a blank. I got no final thought. 
Oh, boy. Uh, my final thought, I had a couple of different ideas. And I'm going to give it to uh, Greg, who wrote an email about the uh, teacher in the history class. It's actually an English class about Nazi Germany and that sort of thing. Who got suspended for having Nazi flag. He says, so kids can't handle seeing the Nazi flag, but they can be... They can handle being called racists all the time as part of the anti-racist doctrine. Just glimpsing a flag will bring them to your knees, their knees, but uh, how are you going to bring them to your knees? But being told they're racists will not. That's odd. We covered a lot of territory on the show today. As always, if you want to catch any of the podcasts, go to armstrongandgetty.com, and they'll make that as easy as possible. They, we... Yeah, the regular radio show on demand or uh, the extra large podcasts or whatever. There are all sorts of good stuff. I have hot looked, links. I haven't seen our website in many years, so I assume it looks good. Yeah, it looks pretty good. We're working on making it easier to navigate. Cool. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Remember, you can email us anytime you want. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. And you ought to pick up some A&G swag. Get a t shirt or a hoodie or something. I'm wearing an I'm Vask No Mask t shirt right now. Get one at armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. As my mother would say, who died and left them, boss? <laughs> Uh, is it's it's sort of it's kind of bogus it's not, it's not a big deal screw it i'm leaving go away i'm just saying well, we're not packing it we're unpacking get out of here you moron it's a mark of a mature mind of an individual or a nation that it can distinguish between a problem and a mess yeah it's just complete utter nonsense can i ask our producers can we uh, get out of here please so goodbye okay the armstrong and getty